0: WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM.
1: Brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. Download the free local news app today in the newsroom. I'm Andrew Green. The new state budget includes $150 million for the possible reopening of the Palisades nuclear power plant. State Representative Joey Andrews tells us that's about half of what Palisades owner Holtec had been seeking However, he says there's an understanding the other $150 million could come if all goes well. The thought was a lot of this depends on DOE approving that billion-dollar loan, and so the governor didn't want to make a hard commitment of state dollars in the event that the DOE didn't come through. So this $150 million represents the intent of the state to invest in the project. Holtec has also applied for a loan of about $1 billion from the U.S. Department of Energy to get Palisades restarted. Andrews notes the new budget allocates funding for several southwest Michigan projects, including a disc golf course in New Buffalo. We got $200,000 towards that. Some money for Lincoln Township, about $400,000 towards uh, trails and walkways project that the supervisor there said that he's been really excited about for a while. There's also $200,000 for a Berrien County Jail Study and $200,000 for a coastal management study in St. Joseph. As for debt forgiveness for Benton Harbor area schools, Andrews says that will be reapproached in the fall supplemental budget due to complications caused by a lawsuit over Highland Parks water debt. However, he's still confident six districts around the state will get debt forgiveness. He also notes virtually every school district in Berrien County is getting a funding boost of more than a million dollars due to an increase in per-pupil funding. The air quality in Berrien County continues to be listed as unhealthy today and that was expected to continue through tomorrow. Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes and Energy Meteorologist Stephanie Hogginsbach tells us the smoke from wildfires in Canada is likely to linger until there's an air mass change.
0: The air across the region is so dirty right now. It's not just Michigan that's seeing high pollution levels. You know, that's over in Wisconsin, Minnesota, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, over into Pennsylvania. So it, it's across multiple states. So until this whole air mass across the, the region changes, you know, we may see up and down levels. Levels may improve for a period of time, but then they, they're probably going to increase a bit again.
1: Hangsbach says rain could temporarily help, but the air quality would just drop again after a while. Those with certain health conditions are advised to avoid being outside, while heavy exercise is not recommended outdoors until things clear up. Berrien County has received $3.5 million as a result of a settlement with Monsanto over PCB runoff into California waterways. Berrien County Drain Commissioner Christopher Quatran tells us Berrien is one of three Michigan counties to share in the overall $540 million settlement because it's part of the National Pollutant Discharge Elimination System. He believes the funds should be used for discharge cleanup, but says it looks like they're just going into the county's fund balance.
0: Our county has decided to use it for things that was not the intent of the settlement, intended to help mitigate and clean up
1: uh, discharges in our waterways. Quatron says the county could set up a fund for discharge cleanup, so when discharges occur, it could be used. However, and County Board of Commissioners Chair Mac Elliott tells us the county's legal counsel has determined the funds are unrestricted. He says the county board will discuss the use of the money in the next few months.
0: We will make a reasoned decision on how to proceed, and we may do something that involves drains, but the drain commissioner is not in charge of this.
1: Elliott says Quatrin should stay in his lane and not claim that he controls the settlement funds. Quatrin argues the settlement money should be used for environmental cleanup. Right now, the $3.5 million is sitting in an interest-bearing account. Congressman Bill Huizinga is hailing passage of legislation that would rescind a new rule issued by the Federal Housing Finance Agency concerning the fees charged by mortgage lenders. He tells us the rule would have increased fees for half of all prospective borrowers to subsidize the other half. The Biden administration has decided that people with better credit scores are going to need to pay more in fees through Fannie and Freddie, what are commonly known as the GSAs, that the fees that people with good credit are going to have to pay are going up. And it's an average of, I believe it's over $1,800 on a closing. And they're going to use that money to lower the cost for those with lower credit scores. Heisinger says the idea was to make it easier for those with shaky credit to buy a home. However, he says that shouldn't come at the expense of those with higher credit scores. The House passed the Middle Class Borrower Protection Act last week. Cornerstone Alliance is working to make Berrien County more attractive to businesses by commissioning an industrial lease rate analysis. Cornerstone President Rob Cleveland tells us the study compiled information on the cost of locating an industrial operation in the area. He says it found some positive news and some not so positive news. Our lease rates are below market for industrial, which means it is cheaper to locate in Berrien County than some of the other areas around. That is great for us. That That's a great selling point. A company can come here and their cost to do business will be lower. On the flip side of that coin, it is more difficult for us to recruit a builder because they know that the lease rates they're going to get for that space are currently lower. Cleveland says the issue appears to be slowly resolving itself. Cornerstone Alliance worked with Collier's International, a real estate services company, to do the study. Cleveland says Berrien County has many properties that would be ideal for industrial operations like automotive production, food processing, and logistics. The industrial lease rate analysis could help such businesses make a decision more easily. AAA is reminding everyone to have a plan for how to get home when they go out celebrating this 4th of July weekend. AAA Michigan spokesperson Adrian Woodland tells us to help. The service is reactivating the tow-to-go program that offers those who have had too much to drink a way to get a ride and a tow instead of driving drunk. She says uh, the service has been around for about 25 years now.
0: Well, one of the things that, you know, we do want drivers out on the roadways this holiday season to remember is to remind people to treat tow-to-go as a last resort. Instead, make advanced plans for a safe ride home.
1: Woodland says those who call the service can get picked up by a AAA tow and taken to a safe location within a 10-mile radius. We have the number of the service on our website. However, again, it's to be considered a last resort. tow to go has gotten more than 25,000 drunks off the road since it was created. It'll be in effect starting at 6 p.m. tomorrow through 6 a.m. Wednesday. And MSU Extension is planning a beekeeping workshop for veterans and their loved ones in Van Buren County. MSU Extension Apiculture Extension Educator, Anna Heck tells us the Heroes to Hives program is welcoming veterans, reservists, active duty or National Guard members, their adult children, spouses, partners and caregivers to the event on July 18th at the Veterans Therapy Garden in Pawpaw. She says there's a strong beekeeping community in Michigan.
0: A lot of people enjoy beekeeping, especially here in Michigan, because it's pretty fascinating to open up a honeybee colony and learn about their world and how they communicate and take care of a honeybee colony. In Michigan, we really think about our honeybees as livestock and they produce honey. So a lot of times people get excited about producing their own honey. And then they're also really important for pollination services.
1: Hex says the July 18th event will do an inspection of a hive, teach people how to get suited up, light a smoker, handle a hive, and handle a colony. They'll also talk about ways anyone can support bees, even if they're not a beekeeper. That would be by planting flowers. The workshop will be free thanks to a grant. We'll have registration information on our website. WSJM News now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture and Dwozhak, or Furniture Shopping is Fun. The U.S. Supreme Court has struck down affirmative action in college admissions. More from Michelle Franzen. <laughs>
0: The Supreme Court setting new limits in the use of race as a factor for college admissions, rejecting two college admission plans based on affirmative action and reversing 40 years of precedent. The court ruled admissions programs that consider race violate the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. The vote was 6-3 to with the court's liberal minority dissenting. The court did preserve the consideration of race in a narrowly tailored way, like through an essay. A group called Students for Fair Admissions sued Harvard and the University of North Carolina alleging illegal racial discrimination against Asian American and white applicants. The colleges argued using race as one admissions factor wasn't exclusionary and helped achieve campus diversity. Lower courts sided with the universities. Lindsay Watts, ABC News, Washington. President Biden criticized the court's decision and called on the Education Department to study the college admissions practices, including so-called legacy admissions for students based on family ties or donations to colleges. Michelle Franz and ABC News.
1: ABC's Faith Abube has more on the White House's reaction.
0: President Biden is urging colleges across the country to maintain a commitment to diversity in light of a Supreme Court ruling that guts the use of race in admissions. We cannot let this decision be the last word. In a White House address, the president criticizing the Supreme Court majority opinion, adding that he believes colleges are stronger when they are racially diverse. Discrimination still exists in America. Today's decision does not change that. The president says he's directing the Department of Education to review practices in schools when it comes to diversity, legacy admissions, and other systems. Faith Abube, ABC News, the White House.
1: Forecasters say the only break much of America can hope for anytime soon from eye-watering dangerous smoke from fire-struck Canada is brief bouts of shirt-soaking sweltering heat and humidity from a southern heat wave that has already proven deadly. Even then, the smoke will likely come back to the Midwest and East. That's because neither the 235 out-of-control Canadian wildfires nor the stuck weather pattern that's responsible for this mess are showing no signs of relenting in the next week or longer. That's what meteorologists at the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's Weather Prediction Center figure. After today's ruling on affirmative action in college admissions, the Supreme Court is closing out its term with some other major decisions and more coming tomorrow. More from sees Lindsey Watts.
0: The court has rejected affirmative action at colleges in a decision impacting 40 years of precedent. It was a 6-3 ruling with the court's liberal minority dissenting. In a unanimous ruling, the court has paved the way for more religious accommodations in the workplace. Justices ruling in favor of a letter carrier who didn't want to work Sundays to observe the Sabbath. On Friday, the court will issue more big rulings. One will determine the fate of President Biden's student loan forgiveness program. Another case is about whether businesses can refuse to serve LGBTQ customers for religious reasons. Lindsay Watts, ABC News, Washington.
1: A former Florida sheriff's deputy has been found not guilty of failing to act during the 2018 Parkland High School massacre. A fired Broward County deputy, Scott Peterson, wept as today's verdict was read. The 60-year-old was the deputy assigned to Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School when a shooter murdered 17 people there five years ago. Peterson arrived at the building about two minutes after the six-minute attack began. Prosecutors claimed he should have gone inside to stop the shooter. He insisted he didn't know where the shots were coming from. It was the first time a U.S. law enforcement officer had been tried for actions during a school shooting. France is bracing for another eruption of urban rioting after the deadly police shooting of a 17-year-old. Tens of thousands of officers hit the streets today and commuters rushing home before transport services closed down early for safety reasons. Early evening, despite government appeals for calm and vows that order would be restored, smoke from cars and garbage set ablaze was already billowed over the streets of a Paris suburbs on a peaceful afternoon march in honor of the dead teen. French prosecutors say the police officer who pulled the trigger has been handed a preliminary charge of voluntary homicide. And United Airlines says its flight operations are getting back on track after being derailed by severe weather at several of its hubs this week. It resulted in thousands of canceled flights. More Maybe ABC's Alex Stone in Los Angeles. Even though United is canceling fewer flights, it's still a mess of passengers who were canceled earlier this week trying to get on already full planes. Ryan Ronco is at LAX. He's from Sacramento and has been dealing with the United problems. I travel a lot for work and uh, this is certainly the, the craziest experience I've dealt with. But you know what? People are really keeping their cool. They're really trying to do the best that they can to make a bad situation not worse. United says it believes it will be back to fully operational this Fourth of July weekend. Alex Stone, EBC News. WSJM, the News now continues with your weather forecast.